hidey hole in Devin's room anymore, and I miss it. I try to hide in my room and draw, but Dad comes and gets me. There are so many voices in our house, voices from Devin's Boy Scout troop. I recognize their green pants and the nice things they say about Devin. Voices of relatives. Dad introduces me to them. He says, You remember... And then he says a name. I say, no, because I don't remember. Dad says to look at the person. So I look quickly at the nose, or a mouth, or an ear. But I still don't remember. One voice says, I'm your second cousin. Another says, wasn't it a beautiful memorial service? Another says, I love your drawings. You're a very talented artist. Will you draw something for me? One even says, Aren't you lucky to have so many relatives? I don't feel lucky, but they keep coming. Relatives we hardly saw when Devin was here, so how can they help? Neighbors like the man who yelled at Devin to get off his lawn, how can he help? People from school, Mrs. Brooke, my counselor, Miss Harper, the principal, all my teachers since kindergarten, except my real fifth-grade teacher, because she left after what happened at Devon's school. I don't get it, because nothing bad happened at James Madison Elementary School, so why did she have to leave? Now Mrs. Johnson is my teacher. She didn't even know Devon, except she watched him play basketball, she says, twice. I've watched the L.A. Lakers play more than twice. I don't try to help them. Caitlin, if you ever want to talk about what happened, you just let me know. Mrs. Johnson says, That's what Mrs. Brooke is for, I tell her. Maybe we could all sit down together. Why? So we know where you're coming from. I look around the living room and stare at the sheet-covered chest. I come from here. I'm sorry. I meant so we all know how you're feeling. Oh, Mrs. Brooke knows how I'm feeling, so you can find out from her. I would be superfluous. My dictionary says superfluous means exceeding what is sufficient or necessary. I just thought it would be nice to take some time to sit and chat. I shake my head. Superfluous also means marked by wastefulness. Well, okay then, she says. I suppose I can talk with Mrs. Brooke. Mrs. Brooke says you can talk with her anytime because her door is always open, I tell Mrs. Johnson. Actually, it's almost always closed, but if you knock, then she remembers to open it. Thank you, Caitlin. She doesn't move. This means she is waiting for me to say something. I hate that. It makes my underarms prickle and get wet. I almost start sucking my sleeve like I do at recess, but then I remember. You're welcome, I say. She moves away. I got it right. I go to the refrigerator and put a smiley face sticker on my chart under your manners. Seven more and I get to watch a video.
When I turn away from the fridge, I see a puffy blue marshmallow wall in front of me. It smells of apple cinnamon Pop-Tarts and breathes noisily. It's another neighbor or relative. I don't know which. Her hands are shaking. One hand has a tissue and the other hand she holds out to me. There's a white circle in it. Would you like this candy? I don't know. I have never had her candy before, so I don't know if I'll like it. But I like just about every candy in the galaxy. I don't like being trapped by the puffy blue wall like this, though. Take it, she says, and pushes it into my hand. So I take it just to get her hand off of mine, because her hand is squishy and flabby and makes me feel sick. Have another, she says. I take it quickly.